ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار لقد جاء في صحيح البخاري من حديث ابي هريره رضي الله عنه وارضاه انه قال ان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ان الله تعالى قال من عاد لي وليا فقد اذنته بالحرب وما تقرب الي عبدي بشيء احب الي مما افترضته عليه ولا يزال عبدي يتقرب الي بالنوافل حتى احبه فاذا احببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولئن سالني لاعطينا ولئن استعاذني لاعيدنا it is mentioned in the sahih of imam al-bukhari on the authority of abi huraira radiyallahu anhu wa arda who said that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that indeed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is narrating a narration from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said man 'ada li waliyan faqad adantuhu bil harb whoever shows enmity to any of my friends whoever shows enmity to any of my friends then i have waged war on him then i have waged war on him In this hadith Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about his friends and how to become from his friends and if you become from the friends of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala then what protection you would receive from him and how your request will be dealt by from him Subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah Jalla wa Ala said man 'ada li waliyan faqad adantuhu bil harb whoever shows enmity to any of my friends then i wage war on him Allah says in the Quran 
ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون that indeed the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they will not be scared and they will not be saddened about anything they are the ones who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ones who fear Allah jalla wa ala they will not be scared when they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah has prepared a jannah for them they will not be sad when they leave their families because Allah jalla wa ala will protect them because they have become the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if they become the friend of Allah Jalla wa Ala, then if anyone harms them, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has promised to wage war on that person. This tells us, O oh beloved brothers, never to harm a believer because we do not know who the friends of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala are. Maybe we harm them with our tongues and we lie about them, or we backbite them or slander them. Maybe we ha- we harm them with our hands that we physically harm them or we oppress them in any way or form. If they happen to be a friend from the friends of Allah Jalla wa Ala, then Allah Jalla wa Ala will wage war on us. مَنْ عَادَ لِي وَلِيًّا فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ بِالْحَرْبِ That whoever harms any of my friends, then I will wage war on him. So the first thing we can derive from this hadith is for a Muslim to respect every Muslim around him and to honor him because he may be from the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not to harm anyone because they may be from the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if we harm any Muslim we may look at them and think they are sinners and they are disobedient but maybe there is something they are doing that has made them so beloved to Allah jalla wa ala so we can never judge a person and we do not know who the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are so man aada li waliyan faqad aadantuhu bilhaq so whoever harms or shows enmity to any of my friends, then I have waged war on him. Now how does a person become a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What do we need to do to receive that protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life and the next? What do we need to do to be from those who will have no fear in the hereafter and will not be sad upon leaving their families because Allah will protect them? Allah jalla wa ala mentions it in this narration. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَدْتُهُ عَلَيْهِ There is nothing that my slave comes close to me. Or there is nothing more beloved to me than my slave coming close to me by doing his obligatory actions. By fulfilling our obligations. This makes us beloved to Allah Jalla wa Ala. This makes the slave come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he fulfills his obligations, when he fulfills his five prayers in the day, when he fulfills giving zakah, when he fulfills fasting in the month of Ramadan, when he fulfills enjoying in the good and forbidding the evil, when he fulfills respecting his parents and the elderly, when he fulfills the commands of Allah Jalla wa Ala and he stays away from the the prohibitions, then this person will become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why a man, he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, Ya Rasulallah, O Messenger of Allah, Ara'ayt, Ida salaytul maktubat, Wa sumtu ramadan, Wa ahlaltul halal, Wa harramtul haram, Wa lam azid ala thalika shay, Aadkhulul jannah. He said, O Messenger of Allah, If I was to fast, if I was to pray my five prayers, And I was to fast in Ramadan, And I did that which was halal, And I stayed 
away from that which is haram and I didn't increase on anything, would I go to Jannah? Would I go to Jannah? Doing the bare minimum actions, I'm doing the obligatory actions and I'm not increasing in them, but I'm not falling into that which is haram. Will I go to Jannah? The Prophet said, Naam. He said, Yes. In another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, he said to his companions, مَنْ سَرَّهُ أَنْ يَنْظُرَ إِلَىٰ رَجُلٍ مِّنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَلْيَنْظُرْ إِلَىٰ هَذَا If it makes you happy to look at someone from the people of Jannah, then look at this person. The person who was going to do the bare minimum, but he was not going to fall into haram. So how do we become from the friends of Allah Jalla wa'ala? How do we become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We make sure that we do, do our obligatory actions and we stay away from that which is haram. We pray the five prayers. We fast in Ramadan. We give zakah and we do that which is halal and we stay away from that which is haram. Then Allah Jalla wa'ala said, وَلَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ then my slave, he continues to come close to me by doing voluntary actions until I love him. So to come close to Allah, we do our obligatory actions. To come and, and to become beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, extremely beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do our voluntary actions. But we find from this hadith that the voluntary actions have no value if, they, if our obligatory actions are not being fulfilled. It is not right for a person to stand the entire night in prayer. But then he doesn't pray his Fajr or his Dhuhr or his Asr or his Maghrib or Isha. It is not right for a person to fast voluntary days throughout the year, but he, then he doesn't fast in Ramadan. It is not right for a person to give Sadaqah throughout the year, but when it comes to Zakah, he doesn't give his Zakah. A person must fulfill his obligatory actions first. This is how he becomes close to Allah. Then if you want to become beloved to Allah and you want Allah Jalla wa'ala to love you, then you do the voluntary actions. So you have your obligatory actions that you perfect and then you perform your voluntary actions and they also perfect your obligatory actions. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that you will come in your Qiyamah and your Salah will be brought in front of you. If there are any deficiencies in your Salah, it will be looked at, do you have any voluntary Salah? then it will be taken from your voluntary salah and this will fulfill any deficiency in your obligatory salah. So my slave, he becomes beloved to me by doing the voluntary actions. What happens when the slave becomes beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So if I loved him, if my slave becomes beloved to me, I will become his hearing and I will become his sight and I will become the thing that he touches with his hand and I will become the places that he goes with his feet. What does this part of the hadith mean? Everything you hear will be according to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything you see will be according to the pleasure of Allah jalla wa ala. And everything you touch will be according to the pleasure of Allah. And everything that you walk to will be according to the pleasure of Allah. Meaning the slave, he becomes so beloved to Allah. Allah gives him a protection that he only can do halal and he can no longer do haram. He finds it difficult to do haram because his ears are only hearing the things that are pleasing to Allah. 
He finds it difficult to see haram because his eyes are only moving to the things that are halal and they stay away from haram. He finds it difficult to touch or hold anything haram because his hands will only go to places that are halal and he will find it hard to go to anywhere which is haram because his feet will only take him to the places of ibadah and they will not take him to the places of haram. This is the special protection that Allah Jalla gives those who fulfill their obligatory actions and those who fulfill their voluntary actions. That Allah protects them in this life from haram. Then Allah Jalla said, in سَأَلَنِي If he was to ask me, if he was to raise his hand and say, Ya Allah, give me such and such. in سَأَلَنِي لَأُعْطِيَنَّهُ Allah Jalla wa'ala is making an emphasis on this. If he was to ask me, then I will definitely give it to him. And if he was to seek my protection, then I will definitely protect him. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For those who fulfill their obligations, and then those who do more than their obligations, this is the protection Allah Jalla wa'ala gives you. If anyone harms you, Allah will wage war on them. Allah will protect your senses and your limbs from doing haram. He will direct them only to halal and He will make you pleased with halal. And He will turn you away from haram that it will be extremely difficult for you to commit haram. Allah will accept all of your du'as and Allah will give you complete protection. فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد الله جل وعلا أوصى when he speaks about his awliya and his friends in the Qur'an. He speaks about what will happen to them when they pass away. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُ Those who say that Allah is our Lord, and then they become firm on the path of Islam. They become firm, meaning they do the good deeds and they stay away from haram. And they increase in good deeds. تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ the malaika will come down. This is at the time of their death. They will say, do not be scared and do not grieve. Do not be scared because you are going to a better place. And do not grieve because your family will be protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And have the glad tidings of Jannah that you were promised. This is what the Malaika will say <coughs> to the believer on his deathbed. Do not be scared and do not grieve. And have the glad tidings that you are going to paradise, the Jannah that you have been promised. We are your friends in this life and in the hereafter. You would have everything that you desire. Everything that you want there. Everything that you have ever asked for there. <laughs> As a welcoming gift from the most merciful. 
the most forgiving, subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we reflect over these verses, we find, subhanAllah, look at the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the believer is about to pass away, the angels, they come down. They say to them, they say to the believer, do not fear where you are about to go to because it is better than where you are now. Do not be sad that you are leaving people behind because they are going to be protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have glad tidings because you are, these are glad tidings that we are giving you because you are going to the Jannah that you have been promised, the Jannah that you are working for, the Jannah that you are striving for, the Jannah that you are dreaming about. This is where you are going. This person now, he may feel that maybe if I go there now, who's going to be there? Do I have company there? So then it is said to him, we were your friends in this life and we are going to be your friends over there. And you will not be alone. You will be in the best company. You will be in the company of the angels. And greater than that, you will be in the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you get to visit him subhanahu wa ta'ala. نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاءُكُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ then in addition to this, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ Anything that you want, you are going to get it. Think about it. مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ Anything that you want, anything that you desire, you will have this without any limitation. Anything that you want, anything that you ask for, you'll be given it. Just like Allah said about the awliya, when you ask me, you'll be given it. And Jannah has greater things than this dunya. As the Prophet said, No eye has seen it, no ear has heard of it, and the heart of no man can understand it. No matter what you think of in Jannah, how great it is, it will never be like that, it will be greater than it. Because the heart of no man can comprehend Jannah. So ask for whatever you want, it will be given to you. But after Allah Jalla wa'ala says this, He says, Nuzulan min ghafoorir rahim. This, subhanAllah, this friendship that you have with the angels there and the companionship of Allah Jalla wa'ala. This lack of this, this ending of fear that you have no fear and no grievances. This gender that you will be given, all of this, what is this? Is this your final reward? No. Nuzulan min ghafoorir rahim. It is a welcoming gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This isn't even your reward. It is a welcoming gift. The nuzul, when you say in the Arabic language, if you're going to someone's house, and they take a few things out, in every custom they have different things. Some people will take tea out, some people will take cakes out, some people will take biscuits out. A welcoming thing, a treat that when you come you have this, and then they prepare you for something later. This is what Allah Jalla wa'ala says, Nuzulan min ghafoorir rahim, A welcoming gift from the most forgiving, the most merciful. If this is just how Allah Jalla wa'ala welcomes His awliya, then what has he prepared for his awliya in Jannah? What has he prepared for his awliya that we cannot comprehend because we do not know anything about it? What has he prepared for his awliya that fulfill their obligations and they fulfill their voluntary actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We ask Allah jalla wa ala to make us from his awliya. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from his awliya. His awliya that will not fear anything in this life on the time when they're going to meet him subhanahu wa ta'ala or have any grievances. We ask Allah jalla wa ala to give us the greatness of this life and to give us the greatness of the hereafter and to make us firm in our ibadah and to make us from the strong worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhaban na. اللهم يا مقلب القلوب 
ثبت قلوبنا على دينك وثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعلنا من أوليائك اللهم اجعلنا من أوليائك اللهم اجعلنا من أوليائك اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين